and sound, speed, and action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, this is one of the worst, um, one of the worst possible days to record. Um, and considering that it's such a special episode, and now there's cars honking in the Some back. Aggressive honking out there. Yeah. <clears throat> but also, be- also because like today the weather has been so dreary it's been a bit gloomy it's been so gloomy so dreary very foggy all kinds of stuff i caught myself a cold took medication in the afternoon now i'm having that kind of like post jesus that is getting loud nikki's responding to the honking it is getting loud we've been sitting in this room for almost half an hour with complete silence silence. the moment we press record (laughs) every noise in the world known to man is popping up the show's cursed john it always has been though it always has been but um, that's 100 cursed episodes for you. I, I like this approach we're taking where it's like, this is the most underprepared I've been for an episode ever. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> technically, probably most people are going to come to this one if they're just starting the, the, the podcast. They're probably going to start at 100 and then kind of see, oh, do I like this? Do I not like this? Like, I feel like people usually, if, like, if it's a podcast that's gone on for so long, yeah. they don't go all the way back to one. They go to like 100 or yeah. like 50 or something Or just like whatever that. came out that week, which is what I suggest people should do. True that. Well, hope this isn't disappointing. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to Good Hang, episode 100. Wow, episode 100, uh, man. 100. Let's play that new music. Do it. It's so long. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show You've had a real long day Nothing good is on the radio So let's talk your troubles away Just a couple of guys trying to analyze The things we do and see Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. Oh, what a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with good hands. Yeah. How about how about that new theme, John? I like it. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's a little, very you. It's a little long, but you know, I thought um you can skip it if you want. Most most, most people will. Most podcast apps like, you know, two clicks of the 30 seconds 30 second, forward. 30 second. It's exactly the right amount. It's exactly a minute or like a minute and 4 seconds long. But I thought, you know, it's a little change, something a little bit more chill, a bit more folksy. Maybe we should talk about that. Maybe we should talk about the evolution of our theme song. The evolution of uh, that that's a pretty decent place to start. Yeah. Um cuz before we didn't do we even have we when did we do we have a theme song from the very beginning we did, right? We did. And uh all digital. Yeah. I'll put it in right here. So yeah, this was our old theme song. And um it was, oh, it was really playing under us, okay. Playing, yeah. I was like holding for music. <laughs> no, but yeah, so this theme that you're hearing right now, it, it was like kind of cobbled together on GarageBand. I like this one. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I like this one a lot. I think it's also the nostalgic factor. Like people always like the thing that starts out first. No, but it never... also it also feels most like podcasty to me. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's because it's that's what all, all other podcasts are right, like. Right, maybe right. with like GarageBand. Right. Because I'm sure like 
at le- like a good maybe even 50% of the listeners heard the new theme song and was like what is this what happened to the do 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 I like it do 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 yeah i'm going to make nathan make it more like that <sighs> it'd be our fourth theme song no but it was like it was like cool it was just like oh yeah getting ready for the podcast yeah and especially in the beginning i guess maybe you're right it maybe it is nostalgia cuz like uh, I listened every week to our episodes up till about episode 30 or 40. Oh, yeah? Where I was like, I can just trust now that it's good. Why would you but, listen back No, because I it? had to be like, it was like quality control. I'd be like, all right, what did I say here? How do I become better? Then I just stopped right, caring. Right, right. Then we really stopped caring. Yeah. And then now we're back. Like, I remember, I, I did listen to some episodes in between because I remember being extremely conscious about talking over each other. Mm. That was something that we did quite a lot in the early episodes. Just like how my girlfriend says. <laughs> She doesn't like it when I talk over her. Yeah. She slaps me. Yeah. But, like, I remember making a conscious effort to change that. And truth be told, right, like, um, the, the our revival episode last week, I was actually looking out for that when I was editing the episode. Like, am, are we talking over each other like we used to? But we weren't, right? We kind of were. Damn it. It wasn't as bad as it, like, when we first started. But I feel like now that I've stated this, we're going to be super conscious about it the entire episode. <laughs> Now it's my time to talk. <laughs> and I think you are correct. <laughs> but yeah. And then, okay, so the evolution of the theme. Then the yes. second theme, um, this one that is playing underneath right now. Magic. Yeah. Um, it is, it, it was basically the same thing. A little more production value. A little bit more production. I got a friend of uh, a friend of mine named Evan Lowe, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Adventure Time. Shout out. Yeah. To do like a, like a, like a more hip. Yeah. Hip with the kids pop like, version. I like this one too. Yeah, it's a lot more hype, I guess, and yeah, it has yeah. the whole like radio y kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought because we have matured, yes, because uh, we have uh, grown older, our life experiences are richer, I thought, you know, something a little bit more down to earth, something a little bit more organic. Maybe we should make it the outro and we should put our old intro back. Okay, fine. I feel like I feel like John is really pressing this. That's one. fine. I don't care. <laughs> uh, of the duo, you are the most musical. So I'm whatever. Let's. What would what, what the audience say? Respond on Instagram. Oh yeah. So if you if you hate the theme song, honestly, just just say it, and we'll put the old one back. And if you love it, just say it, and whatever. We'll, we'll or we'll just be resistant and keep the change, and and feel and because I feel like that's how most things go. Like you sure. just kind of change it. It's like every time when they update like iOS, or every time People they update, bone, yeah, worst thing ever. Exactly. Get used to it. When they update Facebook every like three months, then mm. people are like, "Oh, this is terrible." And then like two weeks later, it's like, "Yeah, yeah, it is but, what but, it is." But I feel like they are the good hang gang has more like agency or like they have more authority on us like i guess we'll listen to them we are very very weak that's what makes us different from steve Jobs. <laughs> that and the fact that our livers are totally fine yeah the pancreas Ooh. whatever it was but um he did speaking about like how we've uh matured or mm-hmm. grown or whatever <laughs> sure um i was actually listening back to episode one just wow now. and um yeah i i want to say that we have matured and that we have grown but like Halfway through episode one, we talk about shits. I mean, that's the running theme behind this poll podcast. It is a running theme. <laughs> yeah, we talk about shits for like a good five minutes. I feel like almost every episode that happens like completely unintentionally. Yeah. 
we don't mean to be all bodily fluidity scatological, but we just do. Like honestly, I really want to talk about it right now because I had a, a really bad experience last night. So oh, good, <laughs> but I feel like then that would just be we, we might as well just turn the name of the show into good shit. Yeah, like like shitty tangents. I think would have been a good na- name for this title for this podcast. Shitty tangents. Shitty tangents. Shitty tangents. Well, I mean, since we were talking about it. Um, Cool, because I have something to add as well. Oh, my God. You go first. Oh, my God. I had a really bad night. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I've been eating pretty clean recently uh-huh. because I have a shoot coming up this weekend. Right. Um, and um, I, I I, kind of you let yourself fell off there? the wagon a little bit, but, but, but I tried to maintain where I was really craving something sweet. I was craving oh. something sweet and gummy. So I bought these sugar-free gummies. Okay. And like like a, like a gummy bear kind of situation. Kind of like that. They're from this brand called Sugarless Confectionery or something. Okay. They were gluten-free, sugar-free, everything. And Sounds like it should be totally fine. Sounds like it should be fine. <laughs> but for some reason, it, it, it drove my digestive system insane. Ugh. Like my stomach was hurting in such a strange, like bubbly way. Oh, no. Bubbly like it, way. Yeah. It, it, it didn't – it wasn't like a sharp pain – like the same, like you know how sometimes when you get indigestion, it's like a very sure, sharp sure, kind sure. of like almost like a needle piercing from the inside. This is more of a throbby. Like to quote episode one, um, uh, uh, what was the quote? Um, <laughs> it didn't feel like I was shitting out a hot knife. <laughs> this one was very different. This one felt as if I was a wind tunnel. It was just, just no resistance. Just I just going. It's, but like a lot of it was just gas. It was That's so crazy. strange. So like a wind tunnel, like literally. Okay. Kind of, yeah. And I remembered, um, I don't know if you remember, but like I think four or five years ago, it was a meme going around where people were leaving Amazon reviews on Haribo sugar-free gummies. <laughs> and I vaguely remember this because, yeah, they're a diuretic, right? Yeah. Or something or laxative. So I think it's something to do with sugar-free gummies that maybe, it, it, yeah. it makes you shit a ton. And maybe those aren't meant to be consumed by the bag full. Yeah. <laughs> by the bag full. It was a small bag, to be fair. To be fair. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I did not have a good night. And um, I woke up this morning with a, a bit of a cold as well. So, like, that's why I say today is not, like, this, like, the worst possible day to record an episode this important. Because I feel uh, dead inside. That's 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 a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> See, my, my experience, all I have to add is, like, you know, like, sometimes you, like... You eat something, and then a couple days later, you're like, oh, yeah, I ate that thing. That happens every time you have corn. It's just like, oh, yeah, I had corn. You look in the bowl, and you're like, oh, corn. How often do you look? I don't know, whenever I need to. Whenever you need to? Okay, that's a good question. I think I look in the bowl every time. I'm not, I'm not like, not looking at it. I just turn around, flush, and it happens to see. Am I weird? Um, no, okay. I, I actively look and I'm just like, all right, I'm done. I stand up and I flush and I just happen to see it. I seldomly look because I, 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 I really didn't want to talk about this. Now we're getting into it. <laughs> now we're really getting into it. It's just that it's such a relatable topic. Just like, yeah, can, everybody poops. Everybody poops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, I, I, I don't look very often. I looked last night just because it was such a shit show. Because of an experience. Yeah. Well, if it's a shit show, if you're paying, you know. <laughs> this is a buy, shit if show. you're buying tickets. This is a shit show. It really is. Um, no, but I, I looked yesterday just because, like, it was such a violent reaction. <laughs> so um, but usually, I, I don't. Usually, I, I, I wipe. And then once I'm done wiping, this, it obscures the, 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 oh, yeah. the defecation. Uh, and then I just flush it down. 
We should put up a, like a like a Instagram poll or something. Yeah. Do you look Do at you your look shits? At your shits? And then the picture is just like your shit. <laughs> yeah, each in a person, each individual person's shit. We like do a hack. Yeah, that's terrible. I I have a bunch of doctor friends mm-hmm. who, unironically, legitimately receive pictures of shits on a like a daily basis. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's, it's, no, but from like friends, <laughs> because like, I guess like friends just think it's okay. You're a doctor. You've seen worse. So I'm just gonna take a picture of my shit, send it to you, and go like, how's this? So are they, are they genuinely asking for a bit of advice? Maybe it's a bit of both, right? They're just like, ha fuck you, troll, here's my poop. But also, come on, how are my, how's my bowels? Oh, no, no, it's like a legitimate question, yeah, usually. It's a legitimate question. It's just like, poor guy. Do you think a female doctor gets more or less dick pics than the average female? Ooh. Well, I mean, statistically, it would have to be more. Yeah, I guess so. Like 50% thirsty ones, 50% medical like, ones. What's know? this curve? What's is this curve natural? Yeah, pretty and much. And then also then, do you want it? Mm. That's terrible. <laughs> that is quite um, terrible. Yeah. Society. But on the top, <laughs> we have veered so far into shit lane. Yeah, I want to. Re- I want to reverse and go back onto the main road. Let's. And go back to the topic of... Our growth, because we started this endeavor June 2015. God, that's a long time ago. June 2015. It blew my mind, because like wow. when, I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, we started this like two years ago. No, it's it's been four full years. Wow. Four, four years, one month, and uh, uh, 14 days. Which is terrible now that I think about it, because then by right... With our original schedule, we should be over 200 episodes. We should be at 359. Terrible. That's not accurate. That's not enough. it at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, whatever. But we hit 100 anyway. But, like, it's just crazy because it made me think, right? Mm. June 2015, I was such a different person then. Yeah. I, what was I? <laughs> um, I feel like not really. I, maybe if you listen back to episode one, you might kind of surprise yourself with certain things. Although I, I vaguely recall you talking about, like... Starting intermittent fasting. Oh, look at that. Um, it's all cyclical. It's all cycles. You just drop it, then you pick it up again. Different yeah. pace of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that was pre-China for me. Yeah. It was pre-madness of all of those things. So you guys kind of followed along that journey for a bit before like, it swallowed me whole. Was China in the works at all at that point? Not at all. Not China at all. was only in the works like early 2016. Man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like since then, um, you have changed careers yep i have done a bunch of things here and there i think when we just started i was just starting to film half worlds yeah yeah so you weren't even back and forth from china you were back and forth from indonesia yeah batam like i was filming some hbo show that i can now say i think is complete shit <laughs> i think my contract's over <laughs> yeah. i don't think they have a hold on me anymore but it was yeah. a terrible show. check it out people <laughs> please don't it's it was it, oh my god that was, it was so badly edited i feel so sorry for the director because um, he had a great concept in mind anyway yeah i was i was preparing to film for that show so that's how long ago it was like yeah, man. that feels like a lifetime ago I mean, I'm also just trying to look like what was like happening in society. What was happening in the world? It's pre-Trump. I mean, not a lot of stuff. Definitely pre-Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. What was that? Was that 2015? MH370. Whose father was on Malaysia Airlines for the last year when he received the compensation. Oh no! Oh, it was in the news at the time. Right. Wait. 
So, M- yeah, that's the, this is the because one got shot down, one disappeared. Which one was this one? MH370 was the one that disappeared. Right. And they still haven't found oh, it. Oh, God, come on. This was March 2014. Yeah. That's so unprofessional, Nathan. They still haven't found it, and um, they have no idea what happened to it still. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just on the wiki page, basically, of June 2015. And, yeah, some guys got some money from the government. Great. Uh, yeah. Yep. Gasoline fire and this is not useful at all. This, this is, is not, not you. Stop looking through terrible. things and talk to me, John. Sorry, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> get your fucking face out of your phone. I'm just trying to think. Like, what's what's different about you? About us? About everything? I feel like good hang has been such a cool thing. It's like it's like the thing that I've done in my life that has the most instant like impact on people, which is really cool to see. Like the form for me, it's all about the formation of the good hang gang, right? Those group of people, whether connected in real life or just through us mm-hmm. as some kind of networking thing. Just, I like the idea that there are a group of people out there who look forward to hearing from us and we supply them with us. Yeah. I think it's an, it's an amazing thing. Cause I, I know I have found so much solace and so much just kind of like, um comfort in podcasts as well because sometimes you know music's great to listen to but sometimes like you just want to engage in something a little bit different absolutely and most times i find that when like i'm traveling by myself or going for a run or like on public transport or whatever and like it's it was very cool because i remember um when we first talked about this idea um, we were both avid podcast listeners for mm-hmm. like f- years and years. One of the things point. we talked about every time we saw each other was just yeah. what podcasts we were listening to. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like you were the only person that I would speak to podcasts about because I knew nobody else that listened <laughs> to podcasts back it's in true. 2015. Um, and then we would kind of dabble around of the idea of like, yeah, we should do one of our own. We should do one of our own. And were we though? Here's how I remember it. I remember we were just hanging out at my place one day, like watching a movie. And then you were just like, let's do a podcast. I was like, okay. And then like a week later, we were doing it. Yeah, that pretty not, much. That's pretty much how it worked, right? Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. And like we had no idea what it was going to be, what the format was going to be like. We knew that the name was going to be Good Hang quite early on. Yeah. I remember, I remember the exact moment we came with that. That was another time you were hanging in my place. Yeah. And we were – we this is so in between when we decided to do one and when we actually recorded. I was like – yeah, I think you texted me like, or no, we were talking about our friend Joel Chua. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Your pianist. And we're like, you were like, yeah, I like hang. With, you said you were, yeah, I like hang with Joel. He's a good hang. I'm like, that's the name of our podcast, mm. and we should never look back. It's right. pretty cool, though. I still think Shitty Tangents. Shitty what, Tangents what would have been a better there? show. It's like a clickbait, clickbait title. Then we'd have to commit to talking about shit every week with intention. Oh, then maybe that should be our second podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like a companion, like an after yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an after show. Maybe show just something the for the patrons ah. with video content. Ooh. Ooh, if you want to get a piece of that or not, please consider being a patron. Links are in the show description. How about like a podcast recorded while we take a, take a shit? So like a, like a live stream. A live <laughs> stream, literally, if it was diarrhea. Yeah, that's what I, I have. I feel like a lot right. of people would pay for that. A lot of weird people, to be fair. But people. I mean, most things on the internet are on the dark web, so... This is true. That's an option that we have for sure. We'll become cam guys. <laughs> I mean, you hear the term cam girls, but you never heard of the term cam guys. Oh, yeah, there's tons. Cam, yeah, I know there are, but... There's it's a just, good I've amount. Been, I've heard of the t- I've, have you heard the term cam guys before? I feel like it's like cam girls and then cam models. I suppose. I guess up, no man. one really... Yeah. Society. Wokeness. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I, I still recall very vividly the first episode that we recorded, yeah. um, which 
I it might be lost. I'm gonna try my best to find it, and maybe if we can release it um, right after this one. Oh, that'd be dope. You're talking about you're talking about the one we didn't even release. No, the we didn't. Free yeah. episode. We had we re- we recorded one episode, kind of like a like a test run to yes. see if we could even do it because we had like I had no idea if I could speak for one hour straight. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I um, had no doubt that I could. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Uh-huh. But like, I I just had no precedent for that for myself at least. Mm-hmm. I I have never put my thoughts in that long form of a structure anywhere um you know i i i i i just i I had no point of reference other than the fact that i loved listening to podcasts and it had taken me through so much for like five six years up to that point yeah and also you have all the audio knowledge in the world i couldn't do this without you for sure literally from a technical point of view i guess and an emotional one no but um yeah like that i remember we just kind of sat in your room yep and I sketched out a couple of topics I thought would be nice to talk about, like favorite thing, that whole thing we used to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm genuinely curious. I really want to find that episode. I'm going to try my best. Let's dig through the archives and find it because it'll be fun. Because episode, okay, episode, was it episode one or the taster episode where we talked about our favorite soups? That was episode one. What was the the one we talked about then? Uh, My favorite nut. Our favorite nut. We talked about our favorite nut. I think so. Ah, I'm pretty sure I said macadamia. I'm pretty sure I said almond. Yeah. I know for the soup one, you said clam chowder in a bread, in a bread bowl, bowl. And I said pumpkin soup. Yeah, I'll never forget that. And I, I, I still stand by that. that you still stand by soup. You still stand by your clam chowder bread bowl hypothesis? I mean, what could have changed? I mean, like, because you know, I think we talked about it even on that episode. Like, you don't count ramen. Ramen's see, its own see, thing. See, I have grown since then, John. Wow, you've evolved. I have evolved. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe because I'm older than you, I'm more set in my ways. That mm. I, that's why I haven't changed much. Right now. What's your new favorite soup? It's just straight up chicken stew. Chicken stew. Wow, that's a very that's a I feel like that's a category. Okay, fine. Like specifically like the kind of the homemade version of like the Campbell's kind of chicken soup thing where it's chicken broth that uh-huh. you cook with the carcass and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celery, carrots, onions, uh Sounds good. all that all that stuff and you just cook it down. Like yeah. pretty much that. That's it. Yeah. How's it's, it a stew then? I don't know. What's the difference between a stew and a soup? A stew is thicker and heartier. Yeah, I mean, it's got the chunks of carrots and onions and celery in there, so that already kind of constitutes a stew, right? I guess so. I mean, it's not a consomme or a bisque. I, I think it's like a broth. I think, but... but a vegetable chicken broth. The broth is what you get when you cook the bones. Yes. And you get rid of the scum and everything. And or you stock. Cook it. Yeah. stock. Broth or stock. What's the difference? Soup talk. Soup talk. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, stock is meant to cook with and broth is meant to eat. Right? I, that seems logical. That seems about right. I think it's just different names for the same thing. I don't believe there's any specificity. Hmm. I'm Googling it. No, don't. don't. <laughs> fine, I'll just talk to your face while I Google it. Uh, fine, here, here's here's a compromise for you. Hey, Siri. What What's the difference between stock and broth? Thanks, Siri. Oh, it's giving you literal it's stocks. Giving me- it's giving me a stock information about the toll. Br- about but look at this, Nathan. Ink. Look at the write-up that Siri gave me. She heard my question correctly. Hey, Siri, what's the difference between stock and broth? That's exactly what I asked. There wasn't like a miss here. There wasn't a typo. Instead, she gives me stock information about a non-broth company. You know what? Fuck you, Siri. Fuck you, you and the house you came from. I feel like this that technology has been around for so long now. Siri? Like Siri and Bixby and all that shit. But like... 
I have I, I I'm so averse to it. Yeah. Is it, are you averse to it or you just don't use it? I don't use it because it never works the way I want it to. Or it never works the way I expect it to. Well, I mean, case in point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It like, the, the only thing that I use all this, like, voice-to-text thing for is for that exact thing. Like, to, like when I'm texting. Yeah, so, and you're pooing and texting. Yeah, or, like, if I'm driving and texting or something, right. which, I, which I do not do, and it's you should not terrible, do. Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Like um, if I if I'm at a stoplight or something, yeah. and then I'll just press the little microphone button. Yeah, and then because I also think it's pretty fun to like say out the punctuation. Yeah, I, I agree, a hundred percent agree. But, Comma, <laughs> no, delete hyphen or yeah. whatever. Can yeah, you even delete that like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. agree with you. I love it. This is like hello, comma. How is everything today? Full stop. And like something about creating that sentence structure verbally is just so fun and it's so satisfying to see it right. And it's usually okay. But I've I, I, I've I've never used Siri. I've never used like Google Home, Alexa, any of those things, just because it seems so weird and finicky. Like it's not quite there yet. You know what I like using her for? Like this is the most practical one. Is like just for setting an alarm. Or like a stop. I don't trust it. Alarms are too important to me. Like no, if you're like you're cooking, for example, you'll see like a countdown rather. Oh, uh, so like, so a, like remind me when the cookies are done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like set you know s- s- set a timer for seventeen minutes thirty seconds. Right. Because sometimes you just want to be exact. Instead of scrolling through all them numbers, I always just do that manually. To me, like alarms are sacred and important because um, I I have just way too many. Like PTSD-like experiences where I missed the alarm or right. it doesn't happen, right, right, or like right. some kind of setting made it so that the alarm was like the sound of like it was so oh, soft. No. Yeah, so I always make sure I manually set my alarms because I have I have some like legitimately traumatic experiences of waking up and like missing things. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I I can sleep through like a fire alarm. It's true. I can sleep through a stampede. I can sleep through my entire house being set on fire. That's true. If in our new place, if the place ever catches on fire, I need to wake up Nathan like heavily. I just I'll never just lock my door. Shake him. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You know what I want to talk about, Nathan? I thought it'd be fun to talk about. What? I just realized like I can't think of many milestones I've hit in my life. There's this one. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> Graduation, I guess. <laughs> Come on, that can't be true. All right, let's go through it. Yeah. Uh, high school graduation. College, mm-hmm. gra- not in, the, not obviously not in order. High school graduation, college graduation, first kiss, having <laughs> six. Um, moving out of the apartment, I guess, is a milestone. Yeah, milestones are great. Getting a full time job, getting a full time job, sure. First paycheck, selling your soul to the universe for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, milestone! I didn't really get to talk about this, but like, you know, all my life I wanted to become an actor, yeah. and then, like, you kind of like, what is that? How do you define that? When are you an actor? And growing up, I always watched TV. That's always I like how I was uh, related what acting was. Right. And then I did it, you know, an online a web series over the course of this our hiatus, mm-hmm. and it was cool. I remember watching it back and like seeing my names in the credits and the opening credits. I'm like, hey, now you're I'm an on actor. a supporting TV show. I'm on Girl Band called Girl Band. Hey, did you ever see any of that shit? I have not. Sorry, I haven't watched it either. Just my parts <laughs> and the opening credits. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm curious, but like, it is a pretty wild thing if you think about it that Mm. like um i have thought about this many times where like not many people get to live their dream absolutely you know granted like the dream that we had was a fairly straightforward one make a podcast basically well i mean specifically for you as acting specifically for me it was like being a performer yes right and like there's something so um weirdly abstract about the fact that like oh once you've done it 
like what's next you know like you just keep doing it right right i suppose but like i'm also reaching a point in my life where like i've done this singing thing this performing thing that i wanted so much as a kid for um uh 14 14 years now coming mm-hmm. up in 14 years and then i it just makes me think like what is the next thing because i i really I want to have a new dream. I just don't really know where to start because I, I'm I, I'm really happy with how this one turned out, even though it's brought me like amazing things and horrible things at the same time. It's 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 boosted my confidence and also um, injected me with so much insecurity. Well, it has yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a very up and down thing, but I love it. But it's also like what is next then? Like because what is life but like a series of trying to achieve your dreams, right? Absolutely. No, and that's totally fine. But you also have to like not forget to like just live in the dream that you've created, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is okay because but then again I also strive for new things. Yeah. So like are you talking about professional ones, private ones? Like what's your new dream? Professional things. I really don't know. I I I I've like in the back of my mind I guess I've always wanted to like have a like a tiny little restaurant or something. Oh, me too. But I, I don't want to do that yet. I kind of want to do one. I don't want to do that again, yet. I don't have the energy to. Because like the, 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 I, I mean, because of my family, I am very aware of like the restaurant business. A legacy. And it's a time suck. Of course. It is. And a money suck. It is a money suck. It a sucks. time suck. It is a difficult business to make money in. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's but, do a pop-up. I have an idea for a pop-up. I'll tell you about it off air. So we're not too committed. Ooh. Okay. Um, but that was always something that I've wanted to do for a while. And, um, what? <laughs> I just, I'm just taking a picture of you because here's my question, Nathan, and yeah. we'll come back to the restaurant talk in a second. Yeah. Is, is your goal, maybe your new dream could be to grow a, a goatee. Ooh. And I'm, don't worry. I'm very aware of this whole people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones thing because I don't, I'm not the manliest of facial hair, mm-hmm. but this is the most scruff I've seen in your face in a long time. I just haven't shaved all week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, um, I, I can't grow it very well. Yeah. I can't, either. I can't grow this is much. a month. Yeah. I mean, I trim it too. So, but like this is, yeah, it took a month to get like this thick. The thing is like. Biggest air quotes ever. The thing is like, I don't have many opportunities where I'm like, like just able to have the space and time to grow facial hair myself i guess like yeah. I, I i usually like you know every week or two weeks i have to a perform at some something, something or, or do a shoot or something and like i can't show up to a shoot with like a half fucked kind of like well i mean facial hair is in so it's like you have to commit to growing it i guess uh, but then again can you grow it because i can't and I, just, I, I, I just try to fake it i cannot i do like different like tricks with scissors to p- make Thin parts thicker and thick parts. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Like it grows in like very localized areas. Oh yeah, I can never get that like thing in from between. the mustache to the chin. Yep, yeah, same thing. I have I can count the hairs that are there. And then also like just the stuff that you get on the side, like on your like, like the my sideburns go down pretty low, but it's very sparse. And then there's a huge gap between that and my chin. It's facial hair. Maybe that's a milestone. Maybe have that's a beard. my new dream. Actually, that's a milestone. Do you remember ever shaving for the first time? Um, yeah, I remember not getting it right for like the first four or five years. That's a long time. Yeah. I, what, I just, what were you doing wrong? Um, I, I just kept scratching myself. <laughs> oh, like getting cuts and stuff? Yeah, I just kept oh. like, I, it took me a very long time to like just figure out how to not cut myself shaving. Right. Yeah. Did your dad teach you? No. See, that's the thing. For me, as soon as like, it's time to shave, I was like, dad, I would like my movie moment now. Mm. <laughs> so like we went to the bathroom and like we shaved together. Aww. And he was all like, you have to move your face like this. And you have to use your tongue to like do that. And don't Aww. go left and right. And I'm like, 
Look at me in a movie. Yeah, I figured all that stuff out by, by myself, but it took me a good long while. That's sad. Like, it's only, like, yeah, it took a while before, like, I, I started being able to, like, shave and not experience the weird cuts and stubble and weird mm. thingies, the redness and all that stuff. So it, it hurt for a very long time. Um, what the fuck are you doing that it's that bad? I don't understand. I guess I was just, like, doing it very hastily. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You, you use, like, shaving cream? No. Yeah, I usually don't, actually, to be honest. Yeah, I don't have enough to warrant shaving cream use. Yeah. Um, but also, talking about shaving, I remembered, like, for um, the first, I want to say, like, two, three years of puberty, I used to shave my armpit hair. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to think it was, like, a weird thing to have. I used to think it was, like, weirdly, like, gross. So I would... Yeah, so I would Fuck. so I would always shave my armpit hair. Damn, speaking of milestones, I can't think of another time in the history of this podcast that Nathan has made me speechless. <laughs> First one. But you yeah. shaved your armpits. Yeah. Cause, cause you, okay. I, I just I don't know. I remember shaving it and then it would grow back pretty quickly and then I I think it was I don't even remember the last time I did it probably when I was like 16 or something. But like I haven't shaved it since and it just hasn't grown anymore. Oh. Isn't it weird how hair works? That hair way? is pretty weird. Like, what's the science behind that? That, like, I shaved it, and then it grew back really quick, but it doesn't grow past a certain point, and I haven't shaved them in, like, a decade. And I don't know, man. Nothing has changed. I don't know, man. It's crazy. But I'm uh, what I'm discovering in this podcast is that your dad didn't look out for you very much, man. <laughs> no, like, I think my, my, my parents, um, they never really got into a lot of, like— They were too busy for you. It was. It's not that. I think it was really. They were just never like, around. They didn't know how to approach a lot of topics. They didn't know what it was like to have a son. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't know, know how to talk. They didn't know how to approach a lot of topics. Like I never had the birds and the bees talk with Did, my. Does parents. anyone really have that talk? Really, I'm I feel, curious. I feel like, um, I I don't know any stories firsthand. Right. But I know that if you have that talk with your kids, it would be so useful because you demystify everything and you kind of like remove the taboo. But uh, yeah, we've just never really spoken about those things. Okay, Nathan, here's what I feel like the birds and the bee talks would be like for me if I was a father. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, son, you know that porn you're watching? They cut away and stuff <laughs> like i would just tell them like what's the difference between porn and real life sex right i'm like you see how they're not using a condom that's stupid mm -hmm. that guy probably has aids plus she's probably on like different kinds of you know birth control so your plan is to watch porn with your son no i'm just gonna be like i acknowledge that you watch porn here's uh, the difference between porn and real sex in my experience wouldn't you like start earlier though to give that talk or are you gonna wait no way till... dude my kids are gonna watch porn when they're like four years old that is true Dude, that is true. Jen, whatever is after Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I if I like... have kids, I don't even sure I want kids. Yeah, yeah. Why not? They're expensive. That okay, but like, how about the satisfaction of like, like changing a human life, instilling uh, values and morals, and seeing where they go, and like. Well, Nathan. Yeah, that's why I started a podcast. Uh, You're all my children. Hello listeners. there, my little pigeons. Hello, how are all of you. Hello. Yeah, I don't know. I've always liked the idea of kids. Like, that's something that I know I, I have known for a very long time that, like, I wanted. Yeah. Because I grew up with kid cousins. Mm. Like, when I was uh, 12 or 13, I started having cousins, like, one, two, three, four years old. Mm. Like, like they were all just one year apart. So I would always be, like, the de facto babysitter kind of right. thing. And, and you liked it. 
Yeah, I really did. I really enjoyed it. I feel like that could go the other way. Be like, oh, I hated my cousin, so therefore I don't want to become a father. Uh, no, I've 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 generally never been averse to kids. I've I've always been quite good with kids for the mm. most part. Mm. Like I almost feel offended when a baby doesn't like me. <laughs> like that kind. How of, dare you? I'm like that guy. <laughs> How dare you, baby? You like, like me. Kids love me. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I've always, I've always liked the idea of kids. Although it is terrifying, like all those things that I just said about like instilling values and morals and mm. like seeing where those seeds grow and everything. That that conceptually terrifies me because I think anything with any kind of structure and plan like just terrifies me by and default. Is that why you don't want to open up a restaurant? Boom, we're back on track. Segue. That's what's happened in a hundred episodes. We've gotten better at that. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not sure. Like, I, I've I've never been averse to the idea, although the concept of like having kids, um, like having like lives to be responsible over, that's always been uh, like a bit of a bittersweet thing. Something that I know I want, but also something that I know would drive me insane. I know, right? Like, if you if you had to choose uh, son or daughter, uh, son, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I feel like I could relate to it easier. I feel like that's the part that would make me really terrified. That you could, you know what they're going through? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know too much. And, like, it's almost like you, especially as, 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 as men, mm. as men, um, you'll, you'll see them making all the same mistakes you did, but you can't really do anything about it because you also know that, like, to prevent them, you, you, you kind of can't. Right. You just got to accept it. Yeah. And, I like, know. I feel like if I had a son and, and and I see this person like turning out like me, it would actually like give me like the world's worst anxiety as <laughs> opposed to like a daughter where like I can kind of have an arm's length distance Just on like a few aspects. You speak to your mother about this kind of a stuff. Yeah, but then other things like, you know, it can really have that father-daughter sure, kind of relationship. Absolutely. But with the son, it's almost like too close. Like, you know too much. Yeah. You understand the male psyche too much. I would be disgusted by my son on like a hourly basis because of like the things that I know happen in my head that gross me Exactly. Out. That's why I would be like, hey, son, you're eight years old. Let's talk about the birds and the bees. Now, in the porn that you watch... <laughs> Yeah, there's always the girl is always looking out at the camera, but sometimes it's nice to be up close. Wait, hold up, but like, yeah, I don't know. Is there something to be said about like the real practical thing of like when you get older, it'd be nice to have someone to hang out with and talk to and have someone take care of you. Mm. Like, do you ever hear like? Because my dad's in his seventies, he still hangs out with his best friend. Yeah, but now, did, funny story, that best friend has lots of kids. Right, dude, he has two families named him. Ooh, it was a controversy that only came out recently. Oh gosh. So so, so like you're anyway. talk, so you're talking about like having kids as like a thing of like so you have like someone to take care of you in the future. I mean, yeah, I mean it's weird to put it that way, but I mean, isn't that kind of like they're obliged part to part of the point? <laughs> I think it's like a sweet reward if you yeah. did if you did your job well. Um, they will be by your deathbed. I and, guess so. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you have to have but to in other words to ha- in other to ha- in order to have that shot of that happening, you got to have kids. I mean, adoption is also place. an option. That's what I was thinking. I actually pretty, I'm pretty sold on the idea of adoption. I think it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's so sad that so many kids don't have homes. Yeah, where from? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a good uh, question. <laughs> Antarctica. I want to have a Inuit baby. Mm-hmm. They look kind of Asian already, so that's not so weird, right? It's just that their name would be like Susu Samuk. Right. What's up with Nikki right now? 
um, doorbells ringing. Ah. Yeah. Um, how about like the idea of adopting an older child? Like a 50-year-old child? Well, no, like... Uh, When I'm 40? 12, 13, no. you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, the only exposure I have to that is in the movies, and it always seems very difficult. Or you get superhero like Shazam. Mm. But that's the thing, right? Of, of, about, like, would you, do you want to, like, help a life, like, genuinely help a life, you know? Because you can imagine that, like, 12, 13-year-old orphans, they're not, they don't have a good path ahead of them. That's a good point. Because like it's it's like nobody wants the old dog at the at the yeah that's true at the rescue shelter. Right? I feel like you need to be a really special kind of person to like get into that. I mean that's why there's foster house homes, right? And like mm-hmm. you have to be real settled in your career and your life to be able to do that. But it's not something I would rule out. Right. I don't know. I like this. I like this mature conversation that we're having. So I mean, it's we, been we, episodes, we have grown. We have grown. Yeah, we have matured so much. And like on the drive um, over here. Mm. John and I were discussing furniture. <laughs> We were. And skincare routines. We were. Because <laughs> I feel like, like J.K. Rowling and her fans, the Good Hang Gang is growing up with us. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? I should start thinking about skincare and having sex mm-hmm. and having poos. Mm-hmm. So we're just helping them out with that. I guess. I just, I just feel like a, like, a, like a middle-aged woman at this point. Well, I mean, you know, skincare is is very healthy. It's very good for you. You know, what I mean, especially us if we're if we're going to rely on our money makers for much longer. Yeah, take care of it. Very overlooked and very easy. Skincare routines. Yep. Cleanser, <sighs> toner, ex- like exfoliate once a week under eye. I, I like it. I I've like never, doing it. I've never been a fan. Like, I got lucky with skin. Like, I, I. I have always done like the minimal amount and been able to maintain pretty good skin. Yes, but you're still a young man. Even. Exactly, but but recently I've been seeing like um, like aging and like sun damage and things like that. Yeah. Like the, the, the consequences of not taking proper care of my skin for like the last decade. Like It happens. I I rarely use sunblock. I. Uh, I I almost never use toner or moisturizer. I have the driest freaking ashy ass elbows ever. Like look hmm. at that. Um, yeah, I don't take very good care of myself, and I feel like I'm gonna regret that in the future. Yeah, it's never too late to start, man. Like I started taking care, really good care of my facial, <laughs> my facial skin. It's weird mm-hmm. to say that. The skin on my face also weird to say. I've been taking care of my skin, like really diligently for the past two months, and you can, yeah, it's not irreversible damage. I don't think. Yeah. So just do it, man. Just it's always it something that I want to get into only because like when you see someone who really takes care of their skin in real life, it's always like really impressive. Like a who? Let's let's one one surely some Singaporean celebrity that we can No, like literally every praise. fucking influencer. Yeah. Like every time I see an influencer in person because they they have like facials and like all kinds of stuff and and products of the ass sponsored so it, you know, um Uh, and and also because they're more diligent of taking care of themselves. I'm not trying to put them down. Okay. <laughs> um, but also because, you know, like looking good is part of the job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever I see see like influencers in person, right, especially ones that do a lot of skincare stuff, like I'm always just so impressed. Yeah, like, just it's glow. like, wow, you look like, you look like a magazine person. <laughs> Where, magazines right in front of me. Yeah, whereas like I feel like most times I look really dull mm. or like gray because I, I, I really don't take very good care of my skin. Interesting. Like, it's... 
for some reason, I've never really placed it in high importance or a good use of my time. All right, well, let's get you back on it. Let's get back on it. Get back on it. Talking milestones this week, folks. Episode 100 of Good Hang. Like I said, I like that this is like, I mean, I feel like anytime we thought about episode 100, whether it was like at the beginning or like realistically in the 70s and stuff, we were like, we should have a big blow up and answer, have a live episode. But I like this. I like that we're just back to basics. Yeah. Just chilling, just talking. It also doesn't really work to throw a big bonanza bash for episode 100 when we only just kind of came back yeah, it's like episode week. two yeah this is basically episode two this is like episode two of the reboot that also happens to be the 100th anniversary i'm gonna say this though fuck nathan before episode 110 comes out we're gonna have some kind of live ep- cool live episode oh super down. we're gonna make that happen super down i believe a good amount of the good hang gang still have tickets to yeah, yeah. to watch a show because they're patron subscribers <laughs> oh by the way i want to give a shout out to two recent new New patrons shout out we had one join up before like in, in our hiatus basically oh. and then we had one that joined us since last episode so big shout out to john and ben what's up guys what's up john what's Welcome up ben? to the gang thanks for your money and i'm charging people now so look out for that your one dollar two dollars or five dollars will be deducted from your account every time an episode drops thank you guys y- y'all are amazing we will make some exclusive content for you guys very soon so look out for that on yeah. patreon.com slash good hang podcast or whatever the fuck it is y'all are amazing yes because because again like we we, I don't think we've ever ran an ad on this show, Mm-mm. ever. Um, we've never really had any kind of, like, there, no one hosts this. Like, we are not under some kind of company. This is literally just, just us. just us, man. It's just us, and we pay for the hosting out of our own pocket. We mm-hmm. pay for our website, our domain on our own pocket. Mm-hmm. And you guys help us out, and that's amazing. That's all we could ever want. Though, maybe it's a sign of growth, Nathan, but I would now not say no to some kind of sponsorship deal and to make this part of a career. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's go. If you guys want to sponsor us, especially uh, especially us. now that podcasts are at least in the eyes of mainstream media in it's Singapore, legit. it is slowly becoming a viable kind of thing. When we yeah. first started, like I, just a I couple think, idiots talking. Yeah. Also, because when we first started, and I was telling people that we had a podcast, no one really knew what it what was. What the fuck is that? Why is that? Yeah. No one knew what a podcast was, but now I feel like it's it's pretty it's it's kind of in the global lexicon for the most look part. Look at us blazing a trail, at least in this country. It, it, we didn't do it. I think it was just. <laughs> but just look at us. <laughs> okay, fine. Just we did blazing it. Blazing them trails. Fine. It was all us. It was all. You're us. welcome, Singapore. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean. 100 fucking episodes 4 years i i've had i've i've had two committed relationships in between then and now wow yeah so i know i've changed i know i've grown as a person and i know i have um seen done felt so many things and i i i i just feel a lot more grown because okay, here, here, here's one thing that I we're gonna get slightly uh, deep now. Get so, into it. Yeah, um, I remember the first few episodes when you were talking about uh, depression. You have such a good memory. I don't even remember any of this shit. Yeah, I I've been remember. drunk and high this whole time. <laughs> but yeah, well, of course I talked about depression. Okay, yeah. but in the first couple of episodes, episodes, I can't remember yeah, which yeah. episode, but I remember you were talking about depression and. Um, your experiences with it and everything. And to be completely honest, like as much as I was like empathizing and yeah, listening, yeah. I didn't couldn't understand. Relate. I couldn't relate. I couldn't understand. Because uh, you never been through it yourself. I had never been through it. I couldn't really understand it. 
So like there was even a part of me that felt like, oh, John has depression. Should I walk around eggshells on certain things? I just, I just, I couldn't really <laughs> grasp. Thoughts that are natural. Yeah, yes, I couldn't really grasp like what this thing was. Yeah. Um, other than like, oh, you're sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and since then, who boy. <laughs> you gone through there yourself there buddy oh my goodness yes i have a very i have i, I feel like i have uh, a very well-versed understanding of it right now and yeah. and and, and this is interesting because i feel like we've you we've talked about this a little bit yeah but never have really delved into it so only appropriate that we delve on it right here on episode 100 oh my goodness yeah but like it's it's a it's a real fucking thing man and mm. i and i can't imagine that uh uh I, or how do I phrase this? I feel like many more people experience it than they care to admit. Absolutely. Hold on. Before I forget, I need to plug something real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm actually in the process now of creating my own podcast. Not really. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes and no. Because um, someone from the Hope Alliance, which is an organization here in Singapore, a guy named Vincent, asked me to help him with, uh, with their podcast. Awesome. Which is going to focus on uh, recovery and depression and anxiety and ways to get over it. And so I'm going to help them out. At first, I was just there at like an adversarial role and like, oh, well, this is the microphones we use, blah, blah, blah. Right. But they're like, hey, can you just come and host, help us host? I'm like, yeah, sure. So mm. that'll be coming hopefully next month. I'll oh, plug wow. that when it comes out. Awesome. Awesome. But what, did, what Nathan, what did you, what did you, you experience for example like um if you uh, uh, as much as you're willing to talk about oh, it. i'm willing to talk about whatever but because i haven't really maybe you might have to ask the right questions sure um but i'll try my best sure um i just know that when we first started i didn't really understand it i almost felt like it was a weird taboo thing and i didn't know how to approach it so asian and oh yeah uh, but now like i completely understand it like i i, I feel like um just with the life experience so far with the two relationships yeah. the, the good times and the bad times the whole china craziness and like the whole being being in another level of like a public figure and it's the mid 20s as well isn't it? yeah like yeah. um i i was living a lot of life in a very short amount of time between now That's and for then sure. and um i think i just grew as a person and i think i just uh started to um, listen to myself a little bit more and realize that like, oh, maybe things are, uh, maybe I have more uh, emotional hangups, more weird uh, uh, things that I hold on to than I was aware of. Right. Because I remember last time being like a much brighter person, not saying that now I'm a lot darker. Not at all. But um, I now understand it. I now see it. Like, there there were literally times where, like, I would not leave the my room for, like, two, three straight days, barely leave the house for, like, yeah. days on end. And I would not be able to admit to myself that, like, this was depression. Instead, I would just distract myself by, like, watching stuff or, like, doing things that were distracting me from the thing, man. confronting and it. Rinse and repeat day after day, and then that's a real depressive episode. But, yeah, <sighs> yeah. no energy. Uh, how, how was your sleep affected? Did you sleep more, sleep less? Oh, my God. I would, I would like, sleep would be, like, the solace mm. because the shorter the days were, the less I would have to experience time passing. Exactly. So you try to sleep more, right? Mm -hmm. That's definitely part of it. I'm sorry to hear you went through that. No, it's completely okay. I feel like it's 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 commonplace nowadays, especially oh, when, yeah. like, life has become so insular and isolated, um, especially when you as you grow older, right? Um, I just feel like many people 
neglect those things and are more than happy to keep distracting themselves yeah. rather than like face those things and understand those feelings a little bit better. And good about you for talking about it. Cause I mean, back in back, whatever episode I was, that's why I, I, I felt important to at least talk about that to like mm-hmm. help normalize it, to be yeah. like, some of you may feel this thing. Some of you may like yourself, Nathan may have never experienced anything like it, but mm-hmm. if you have, you're not alone. And like people go through it and like, it's mm-hmm. totally fine. And to, to, to joke through it and to, and to sleep through it and to, come out of it eventually but it's Ah, a process it sucks deeply but yeah it's definitely a process and i feel like um it sometimes it can last days sometimes it can last months sometimes it's like a low-grade thing that's just kind of like whispering in your ear for like half a year even absolutely and the thing that i noticed for me at least like or like one common trait that i noticed in my various episodes was that logic no longer plays a fact into anything. Interesting. Like, my my brain will know that all I have to do is reach out. All I have to do is, like, say yes to that person that wants to hang out. Yeah, all I have yeah, yeah. to do is um, speak to somebody that I know cares for me. But my heart then thinks the opposite of all of that my heart think believes my heart believes that nobody cares my heart believes uh-huh. that no one wants to hear this shit my uh-huh. heart believes that like um uh i'll be wasting somebody's time if i even tried to talk about these things but look at you now nathan you're talking to thousands of people over uh-huh. the podcast about your stupid bullshit that no one cares about. <laughs> good for you buddy you're taking steps <laughs> Yeah, but but I mean that that that's that's at least how I know since 2015. Yeah, I have definitely grown just because like, um, I I am I'm getting to know myself a bit mm. better as opposed to just like going through the motions of stuff and things and all of that. Yeah, well, good for you. Um, yeah, it's adulting. It's adulting real hard. No, adulting is good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like helping people is a real passion of mine. So of course, I mean, it goes without saying, but obviously you could have reached out with me at any time to talk about this. And we've talked about other stuff that's like yeah. deep and shit. Yeah. But I got to say, oh, and I teased this lap last episode that, but like, yeah, I feel like a good way of helping yourself is just by helping others. Yeah. So I teased at the end of last episode of what happened because like on my way to record last week's episode to you, something really cool happened to me, Nathan. I mm-hmm. thought I brought this up since I teased it last episode. Mm-hmm. What did I say? I said that something involves Spider-Man, something and something i don't know either way yeah i signed up for this service it's an app that anyone can follow and volunteer for called be my eyes it's mm. amazing it's so cool what it is it's an app that collects people together to volunteer to help people who are blind or vision impaired to help be their eyes mm. and because of this nature of the thing and because of the nature of the world there's way more volunteers than there are uh blind people or, or vision impaired people that need it right so like i'm waiting by my phone constantly waiting for my phone to ring to get a call yeah. And I've gotten three video calls. Yeah. Uh, all right. But two of them, someone else answered before you. So, right. like, if someone answers a call before you, they get to answer it. Okay. But I finally got through, man. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, God, what's happening? And I turned on my phone, and I was like, it's just black. I'm like, oh, my God. And I hear a voice. I'm like, oh, wait. I can't see anything. It's because obviously they're blind. And yeah. it, it's and because I speak English, this is a, probably a call from America where right. it's night because I right. got this in the morning. Then I realized that there's a button you can press to turn on their light. Because uh-huh. he was like, hi, what soda is this? That's the, the little kid. Uh-huh. A blind kitty, like, what soda is this? I did it again, but now I close my eyes to give Nathan the full experience uh-huh. of what I experienced. And I turn the light and I see Spider Man on a can. I'm like, duh, Spider Man soda. soda. 
I didn't say that. But no, I, was like, I was like, oh, I think can you rotate it? I think it's he just rotated. I'm like, oh, that's Dr. Pepper. Oh. And he was like, thanks. And I was like, and I was like, thanks. Hey, this is my very first call. He's like, congratulations, well done. He had a friend there too. Well Aww. done, your first call. I'm like, bye guys, have a nice day. That's awesome. Yeah. I told this story really quick to Nathan, and his first question was like, what were they doing? Were they watching Spider-Man? And I'm like, they're blind, Nathan. Blind people can watch movies, too. That is true. I don't, well, they can hear movies. Okay, fine. Sorry. Bad choice of words. Bad. Bl- <laughs> I don't know. Blind people can enjoy movies as well. Yes. Because like, I, I remember being quite obsessed over this one topic of how blind people do things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it stemmed from... Watching uh, Daredevil. No. Uh, watching closing uh, your eyes and walking around. old master chef winner Christine Ha ah. explain how she uses her phone because she runs her own social media. Yeah, she's um, a master. She won Master Chef and she's totally blind. Is that what it is? Yes, right. But she wasn't born blind, so she lost her sight over time. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but there's tons of accessibility options on the iPhone for blind people. Yeah, it, um, like you press something and it'll say what it is. It'd be like pretty much phone, pretty much messages. Yeah, okay, yeah, kind of. And typing, you know, I mean. You can learn how to type without looking at your phone. So, of course, blind people can figure out the QWERTY keyboard, right? Or just like you, they can just talk into it. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, I I remember watching a few videos about blind people explaining that, like, oh, yeah, they watch movies, too. They enjoy, like, following the story. Kind of like how... people, too. I mean, kind of like how people are listening to this podcast. For sure. I mean... No, no, 100%. You can't can't see us, but you're still enjoying this, I hope. (laughs) We Um, really do hope. But, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? It's, it's weird that my brain goes to this thought of like how many times so far since this app has opened has this been used as like a dating thing? <laughs> uh, there is a thing there that says like like meet blind singles. Well, no, they also put like nothing sexually involved and don't show your body parts. But I'm like, can I? And I had a real like moment because I was like, oh shit, I'm not wearing a shirt right now because I was just sitting at home. I was like, do I have to put on a shirt? And I was like, no. Can they see you? Nathan. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just rub it in, why don't you? Uh, uh. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I forgot about the premise of what we were talking about. For no, but genuinely, I'm actually not sure because like maybe if there's a two-way camera because it is like not for – maybe if they're like – I don't know. But okay, your sorry, question, are Nathan, you on camera as well? I'm not 100% sure, Okay, honestly. That's kind of scary. But I can say with 99% – the, the, the blind people can't see me, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah. Do we, I, I, I'm genuinely curious. Do we have any blind listeners? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we have at least one. Yeah. Or, you know, know. or if, you know, if your eyesight's really, really bad and you haven't done anything about it, you know, give us a shout. Yeah, just take off your glasses and give us a shout. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you and, and we're curious about your life. But, Leia, look at this. I just opened up the app now. Mm-hmm. It says here that like there's 141,401 people who are blind, mm-hmm. and that's 2.6 million volunteers. That's amazing. I can't math that right now, but that's a lot of volunteers. That's amazing. Are... That that's really cool. How like like people are finding more and more ways to make the internet not a shit thing for sure. And yeah, yeah for, so if you yourself are vision impaired or you know someone who is, please recommend this app to them. Be my eyes. It's really cool. It's really awesome. cool. I like helping people, Nathan. It's a, it's fun. It's good. It's a good. It's a good little thing. Mm. Yeah, I did um, like this. I, I I watched this um, really interesting show a few months ago or last year called The Jungle. The Jungle. Yes, and it was about the refugee crisis in Calais and uh-huh. how volunteers go there to help out people. And they actually touched on a very interesting aspect of charity and volunteer work. Mm. 
the aspect of charity and volunteer work that is also people running away from their problems. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, my, my country's at war. I should run away from that. Is no, that no, no, no. Sorry. I'm talking right. about the volunteers and the people that help. That the people that do things like that, that it's kind of a way to cope because... So people volunteer to get away from their problems. Exactly. Right, because they're actively solving somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, As opposed to, like, trying to figure out their own shit. Interesting. And like, That's basically what I said, but just taken to the nth degree. Yeah, because it no, is fun. Yeah, but I, I, I can, I can definitely relate to that. I can definitely relate to that, especially because, like, um, of uh, also just my own experiences with what I said before, with like, mm. with like depression and feeling uh, just weird and anxious and down and all that. Yeah, that I definitely think there's some validity to the aspect of like, yeah, volunteer and charity work. It really does feed the soul and like as long as the action is 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 well intended i mean sometimes you know so what if you're doing it to make yourself feel better yeah i feel like there's like that's a whole nother level if you feel guilty about volunteering about something like that Mm -hmm. obviously there's like if you go like way overboard of like it's it could be might be bad but like yeah i feel like if if you're feeling guilty about helping people then maybe (laughs) you're okay maybe like you're fine i don't know yeah, I'm not sure where that. I feel was like going. majority of people under help as opposed to over help. Mm-hmm. But it's called the jungle. Yes, it? and it's about people who like. So what's the deal? Like they went to help the Syrian refugees in Calais. Yeah, so like it was this story about um, they they built a refugee camp in Calais, France, which is in the extreme north of France. Yes, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, because Calais is the port city before you go to Dover in England. But it went from being like a camp to like a refugee city, mm. like a like a makeshift city. Yeah, like a tent city, like in rent. Kind of, yeah. Right. But it was like boxes and everything. There was oh, shops like in years and schools and, years. and everything. It was crazy. Yeah. And um, after the, the the Paris attacks, with like all the shootings and everything, the trucks and everything, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they evacuate. Like the French police completely demolished that mm. that city, basically. Why? Um, because in response to in response to it, because a lot of people were saying, "See what happens when you allow refugees to, to live in France." Like mm. this is what you get, even though like those th- there was never any conclusive evidence that the two things were related. Of course, yeah. So it it was a heartbreaking story, but really beautiful, and it showed many different aspects. And one interesting aspect was what I mentioned just now about how they kind of touched upon how the people that volunteer. Yes, there's altruistic purposes, but sometimes there's also a very real and sobering fact that, like, they are running away from something and that you're trying to um, alleviate uh, that itch of, like, you can't fix yourself, so you're going to try to fix somebody else. All right. I will, yeah. I'll put that in my notes right now, make sure I get a trailer. So you guys can check that out in the show notes. It's yeah. called The Jungle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Milestones. <laughs> Hundred episodes. Have you done what in your life? Aside from the obvious, mm-hmm. what have you done a hundred times over? Besides, like waking up, like making a poo, duh. Like exactly a hundred times. I don't or know. Just like a hundred times over in general. I've definitely made instant noodles more than a hundred times in my life. That makes sense. I've definitely made instant noodles more because like that was the first thing I ever made by myself in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Maggie curry me, and. Um, Whenever I'm hungry at 2 a.m., it's almost the first thing I default to. Nice. So I, Maggie I, curry me. Sounds yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure since then I've made it at least more than 100 times, definitely more than two, 300. I'd be curious to find out how many times exactly. Um, I've how, definitely performed more than 100 say, times. I, 
I keep telling myself to keep count, but then like at this point it's too late really. Yeah. <laughs> but like I remember like telling myself around like eighteen, nineteen, like, oh I should probably keep count. That'd be an interesting thing to keep track of. Yeah. But at this point I genuinely don't know. My guesstimate would be uh definitely more than five hundred. Yeah. But I was I, just having this exact same conversation yeah. with a couple of friends the other day, some of my improv friends. So like, John, have you done over a hundred improv shows? I was like well, if you include Universal Studios, then fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, there's that. That's one thing. What about watching shows? Do you think you've watched over 100 plays slash musicals? Um, no, definitely not. See, I don't know. It feels like I should have. But then, like, if I was going to count. No, I definitely haven't. Only because, like, um, I have a strange thing where I don't really watch too many live shows. That's fair. And actually, it's pretty easy to think about. Like, just think about how many, uh, when you start watching shows, say it was, like, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. That means you'd have to watch five a year. I definitely oh, yeah, have. I probably seen. have then. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen more than five show, uh, ten, uh, hundred shows in my life. Um, uh, hundred. What are hundred? I've definitely seen more than a hundred movies. Oh, easily. Um, yeah. um, something interesting. What's the most interesting thing you've done a hundred of? Who Scram- made scrambled eggs? No. This is actually weird. Like I can't even wrap my red head around the how many times I made scrambled eggs. Yeah. I'm. Cer- I'm certainly thinking way more than a hundred. Right, it's <laughs> a random statistic to keep track. of. I don't know. Do so you like, think you're way? Are, are you are you counting eggs in general or strictly scrambled? Scrambled. Okay, so which the, is ninety percent of the eggs I make. Okay, no, I I I I I I don't make scrambled eggs that often because when I do, like I do it like Gordon Ramsay style, so it's like the kind that you shouldn't be eating that often. Anyway. All fancy with the creme fraiche. Creme fraiche, uh, some cold butter, slow cook over like low heat and like delicious, over though. 10 minutes. It is delicious. It is delicious. It takes a while, but you get this just like creamy. Custardy deliciousness. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, That that's almost how I do scrambled eggs exclusively. Um, before it was like just kind of scrambling an egg and fucking sure, it up. Sure, 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 Um, so yeah, no, not, not more than a hundred times. And we talk about food a lot. Should we have a food episode? Should we like cook for our fans? Nathan, today I made like a five pound, a you know. A food episode? I, I don't know. If we have a live episode, do we cook food for them? Oh. Dude, I made pulled pork today. I'm, I made pulled pork. I made like at least three pounds of coleslaw accidentally. Yeah. Just, How? Why? I'm trying my best to eat it. Okay, then. Well, I wanted to make pulled pork because, you know, I, like I said... Coleslaw I just, goes bad fast, though. Yeah, I know. I'm, because all that salt and sugar is like immediately wicking out all the moisture and leaves. Ah, that's the thing. Is that I salted it first, mm-hmm. drained the cabbage, rinsed it, and tried to get rid of as much liquid as possible. Mm, okay. That's the trick, apparently. No, right, Welcome then. to good, talk, good food. Well... When we <laughs> hang out and talk about food. Well, let's... Let, what would we do for a live show? Um... What did you? What was? What did you envision in your mind? I'm curious because I know kind of what I. Okay, cool venue. Okay, people want like maybe maybe even at the improv company, a uh, couple guests, mm-hmm. maybe some musicians mm-hmm. to do some stuff, maybe play some games with the audience, mm-hmm. give away stuff, sign some boobies. What What about you? Oh. <laughs> what um, you I kind of similar. I. Uh, I don't know about the guest thing only because like okay I, I, I'm thinking about if we did like our very first live show mm-hmm. um I would definitely have some kind of music element involved you know maybe some, some like uh, someone to score parts of it yeah it makes sense um 
definitely like some kind of live game with like live audience yeah, yeah. like participation on, on board that. of some sort um but yeah I, I i was also around the same similar lines of thought of like small intimate venue mm-hmm. you know maybe not even more than 30 40 people yeah yeah same and um yeah pretty much just this but like in a more high stakes environment and probably more heckling yeah yeah more heckling for sure yes <laughs> gotta be prepared for it but it's like you know how like when we're recording an episode we're like we wonder what they think now we can ask them and get immediate <laughs> feedback and be like is this boring oh it is okay let's move on yeah type of stuff mm-hmm. yeah but it's gonna be fun we'll do that soon we'll do that very soon look out for that look out for that before uh let's commit right now before the year ends before episode 110 okay whatever that is all right then but before the year ends yeah sure and whatever comes first mm-hmm all right let's 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 kind of wind down and talk about poo <laughs> you know there's nothing better than you ever get poo that's just like one piece you think that's been living inside me and now it's out in the world in one piece like one snake yeah just a like, full-on snake. especially when it coils around that's impressive my favorite's when like you wipe and there's nothing there yeah so rare Oof. anyway what no, were you I, was, talk about? <laughs> I was gonna talk about like just like a like a thanksgiving style like what are you grateful for a hundred <sighs> episodes in honestly uh i'm grateful obviously for the fans that we made along the way and the listeners who mm-hmm. have just been there to listen to our stupid life i'm also very grateful that it's just strengthened and deepened our bond nathan you truly become like my best friend and it's like hooray hey. it worked dude like i can't <laughs> honestly talking about like random things you can't really like imagine I can't think of anyone I've said more words to in my life than you, Nathan, <laughs> and listened to in return. Yeah, I, that's like, probably true in the inverse as well. Yeah. We've probably said more words to each other than anybody else in our lives. Like, as you think about it, it's like, you know, your closest relationship, how often do you sit down and talk to a person? We've mm-hmm. done it a hundred times. It's recorded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we've probably had that many outside conversations, if not more. So it's like, it's crazy. Sometimes it even comes to the point where, like, if there is silence... I kind of like between us, like when we're in a car or something, I kind of just like, I want to keep it like that for a bit. Just for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's, 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 it's like a constant, like, cause we can, we, we can pretty much talk about anything yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah. Like in perpetuity. I mean, this episode is an example. We planned nothing for this episode and yep. yet we are an hour and seven minutes in. I'm so not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Yeah. All right, let's, how about this then? With that in mind, I'm, obviously I want to hear what you're mm-hmm. thankful for, but I think we should end this episode with just 15 minutes of silence. 15 minutes of complete just silence. You and I staring at each other. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be good podcast material. Yeah, dude. And th- no, you guys just be quiet with us. Mm-hmm. D- don't listen to the next podcast on in your playlist. Just meditate. Yeah. I can hear birds chirping. <laughs> See, okay, from from my perspective, from yes. my perspective, if if I were to listen to to this show and that would have happened, um, I would immediately notice the background noise. Yeah, that's and, that's literally what happened to me. And I would be unable to 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 unhear it at from this point onwards, and it would distract me to no end. Because usually when there's constant conversation, you don't notice that there's, you know, this slight buzz, there's a slight fuzziness, there's a slight kind of air sound mm-hmm. that is not. Um, ambient stu- sound it's not studio silence you yes. know like some more professional podcasts have yeah fuck them <laughs> and 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 from this point onwards i'll be unable to hear unhear the ambient sound 
and I'd well, luckily, hopefully, crazy. most of our listeners aren't like you because that does sound like a personal form of hell. Yeah, because I know for a while, like I would go crazy with the earlier episodes, just trying to edit out all background noise. Oh, it's and, true, and all sounds and everything. I was like, Nathan, what are you talking about? It's like, listen to how noise is this. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I hear you. I hear me. That's all I hear. It's just the air, man. You can yeah. hear the air. It annoys me. I can feel the air, man. <clears throat> my lungs. But Nathan, what are you grateful for? Since starting this this crazy journey, I am grateful for this medium. To I mean, like I said earlier in the episode, like I had no precedent for this kind of format or this kind of like creative expression before we did this podcast. I was never really one that was particularly good with words. Um, I can't say that I am still now like how i'm having trouble finishing this sentence um but it's definitely like helped me kind of like um identify my own feelings and my own thoughts and like kind of parse out my own uh uh, feelings i guess so this podcast for you has been therapy it's 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 therapeutic in a sense or like it's just like you you surprise yourself with the amount in which you can just kind of, kind of like go into something um when before it this it was never really a uh, a mode of creative expression at mm. all cool, uh, so i'm grateful for that for sure 100% grateful to the people that listen mm. because like <laughs> it surprises me all the time like <laughs> i i um the first i was almost positive in the first year of the podcast that like this thing was going to be niche all the way because i never intended to promote it heavily I oh never, and it is niche yeah it's kind of like is. but but like it's 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 a significant niche you know like it's still quite a few people that listen i didn't think we were going to break a hundred listeners ever just because <laughs> like who listens to podcasts in singapore and True. who even thought that we would have listeners from overseas True. all of you guys thank you very much um and it it just that consistently consistently blows my mind um although it also fills me with a lot of anxiety because like we we don't really filter much of what we say no yeah and we don't exactly live in a society where you're free to say whatever you want fuck you government (laughs) (laughs) so you know one day i'm sure somewhere between episode one and a hundred Somewhere between episode one and a hundred, I'll say whatever I want some when I want. Fucking troll is gonna find something to use against me. What are you gonna do? You're gonna Hong Kong us? <sighs> beat us with batons? No, huh? they're they're gonna Kevin Hart tweet us. Oh god, that's even worse. Yeah, you know, you know. I'm pretty sure somewhere between one and a hundred, we've said something that can be taken out of context and completely shattered. They upon. can. What is it? What's the deep fake version of voice fakes? Isn't there a thing that they can just listen to our podcast? Record our voice and make a machine say whatever they want us to say. Isn't that a yes. thing? Yes, yes, yes. Thanks a lot. There, there is this thing online. If you guys dare to check it out, called Liarbird. L y r e b i r d. Oh, liar, like a like the kind of bird, but also yes. it's a play on words. I see what they're doing. Yeah, but there's this app called Liarbird where you can like you can actually teach a machine your voice and then you can turn yourself into like Siri, but in your voice, that kind of thing. So you can type out stuff and then like, it will say it in your voice. It's eerie. It's creepy. It's, it's, it's also very, very cool. And and, I'd be useful. mm -hmm. But yeah, if anyone wanted to, they could kind of like make a composite of our voice and then create us. They could just make a, they could make a, another, they could hood gang. They could just make a, a, a companion podcast. Yeah, Just I mean, using our voices. If you look up uh, Joe Rogan, yes, Joe Rogan. I don't know what you'd Google. Joe Rogan fake voice or mm. something like that. Yeah, because obviously Joe Rogan has like thousands of episodes. Yeah. So 
hours and hours upon hours of his voice sample mm-hmm. that the computer can learn from and mimic. That's fucked up. Yeah, somebody did that and they created like an almost exact replica of his voice. You of can course, make Joe it, Rogan say whatever you want. Yeah. It won't always have like the the proper inflections, but it's still a fairly believable like Crazy. like like um, analog for his voice. Anyway, what was I saying? Yes. Um, yeah, and finally, of course, I'm very grateful for you, John. Very Aww. grateful for the, the the things that we've shared, uh, the, the the conversations that we've shared, just like the random times and everything. <laughs> it's 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 been a it's been a it's been a beautiful ride, oh, yeah. and uh, it's sad to see it all come to an end. And <laughs> oh, god, oh my god, this is how we told them. This is how this is how you told me. Uh, no, 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 this thing ain't going nowhere. Yeah, um, in fact, it's going though. somewhere. We're it's gonna consistent it's going to go to consistency <laughs> yay um but yeah I, I i really am grateful for this show i really am grateful for this medium um uh, i don't know why we we held off of it for so long mm-hmm. i think we became worse off for it yeah um yeah i i really think like um this thing it it helps us as much as it it helps you if it even does so if you happen to be someone that's thinking about starting a podcast, I'd say do, do it, it because you'd be surprised with like um, how um, grounding it is or how illuminating it is or how humbling it can be. Because it, it also showed me so many things in my own personality, like um, how I was saying earlier about how we can sometimes tend to talk over each other. And like it's made me a better listener. Mm. It's made me a, a better uh, conversationalist it's uh, helped me to kind of uh, let go of a lot of uh, power I guess mm. because I remember I used to be somebody who was always eager to like uh, share and dump all of the things that I know uh, at any one time and over the course of this show speaking with you speaking of the guests it's really like helped me kind of just get better with that side of my that that kind of gross part of my own personality to more just like listening yeah exactly yeah, i hear you i feel like how this has helped me and we're getting really just stupidly sherry and the gross right now yeah it's, it's just like you know you call yourself an artist you call yourself a creator but the fact that you can create something and truly put it out there and have people be affected by it and do that on a weekly basis i mean that's something that's that's a tro- totally a gift and something that's worth doing mm-hmm. so yeah i want to keep going forever Yay. Yay. And God damn it, Nikki. <laughs> Real throwback, huh? She's Nikki. Been fucking up our podcast in 2015. Yeah. I'm also not sure if these mics are picking it up exactly because, like, oh. we're using different well, hold mics. Hold on. She stopped right <laughs> as I put my microphone out. You fucking bitch, literally. Because uh, she's having sex right now and she's a female dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man. I mean... Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks thank so you much. For, for for helping us get to 100 episodes. Um, thank you for, uh, in a way, kind of like motivating us to start again because you guys never shut up about it. Uh, <laughs> please And please never do. Please, please never, never shut do. up about it. Yeah, I love that. I, I don't know if we would have restarted this if we didn't keep getting questions about when the hell we're going to restart. <laughs> um, uh, and, and for that, like I know I said like previously that like, you know oh i'm sorry you know that stuff but like genuinely like we want to be there for you we want to be that uh, reliable source we want to be like something that you can um know is going to be there something that you can uh lean on and hang on to hang on to yes and 
we intend to take that responsibility a lot more seriously yeah. or at least be a lot more accountable towards that because um, again this has helped us as much as this maybe helped you maybe hopefully <laughs> the fart jokes alone the shit talk at all like it's very scatological there's a lot of that there's I, I think out of all the episodes this had like the least cock talk oh yeah, yeah. we're so focused on poo we forgot about the, 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 the pee <laughs> anyway Thank you guys so much. We'll be back next week. Thank you to our patrons. You guys keep the lights running. We appreciate that. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, John. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang